This is episode 42 of Parenting 2.0, The Focused Mindset. There is no denying that the way our kids talk with their friends and converse with others has drastically changed in the last year. Many times, face-to-face conversation, banter, making friends has been replaced by uh, little messages on video games. But you know that it's important that your kids have that face-to-face conversation. So the question is, what do we do about it? And that is why we're doing this series on communicating and having conversations that empower. And today, we're going to dive into the importance of validating and what that really means and how we can use it to help our children be empowered. But first... If you're new here, thank you for tuning in. I'm so glad that you joined us and don't forget to hit subscribe. That way you won't miss any of the content that we have here and feel free to share this with somebody. You guys can listen to it together, talk about it and continue the conversation. So let's get started. You've been upgraded to Parenting 2.0. New expectations requires a new mindset, the focused mindset. I'm Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. Raising kids is an amazing journey and things don't always turn out as planned. Still, you get to share your life with an adult in training. This podcast will help you meet every new challenge with confidence and be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Communication has been so strange in the last year. If we're being really real with ourselves, communication has been the biggest thing that's adjusted, shifted, changed uh, in the last year ever since COVID. My daughter was just in my room a couple of minutes ago and she came flying in, laying on the bed, and she just started venting about all the things that has changed since she was able to be in school. And as I listened to her, I couldn't help but completely sympathize with the way that she was feeling. Now is a time when many of us are going to reflect because March is right around the corner, and that is the time when everything shut down. Last year at this time, of when this is recorded, we had no way of knowing that all of these changes would occur. As a matter of fact, we probably took for granted so many things. I've said before, if I knew that the last day of school was going to be the last day of school, I would have hustled a lot more and seen every single kid and just looked in their eyes if I needed to that are on my caseload. But we didn't. And we work with what we got. And honestly, I think all of us are doing a pretty darn good job. There are times when we're going to do just like my daughter did. We'll just flop on the bed and just want to vent and be like, why isn't everything back to normal by now? And it's frustrating and we're going to feel all those feelings. And as a parent, I want you to allow yourself time to still feel those feelings every now and then. Because if not, you're going to be uh, wound up and stressed and not realizing why. Sometimes it's just because your body is still dealing with all of the changes that happened when we drastically needed to change the way we did our education, the way our kids did life, how everybody did life. 
So I listened to her and I listened to her vent and I thought, wow, there are so many children that are in this exact same boat and they're going with the flow, but they have this inner frustration that's just brewing within them. They remember what it was like to have school look normal and us not to have masks and they want it to be that way. And if your kids are anything like mine, if you really look at it, they've done a really good job of going with the flow. Even the youngest one has had changes, and some of our really young ones don't exactly remember that it's been any different. I talked to my friends that have preschoolers, and they're saying, well, they don't really know that anything's any different, just that we have to change some things. But even in the things that they don't realize, we realize that things could be a lot different. So as we continue talking about having conversations and conversations that empower, please remember that now it's more important than ever that we communicate with our kids. We don't let them sit in silence just because they're online and playing games, engage with them, talk with them, allow them to have their moments to vent and allow them to have their moments to shine. My course, Conversations That Empower, may not have ever existed and not in the way that it does if it wasn't for the pandemic, but I began to see a huge gap, a gap that I believe is going to only get larger. And that is that normal communication is impossible to have. What I mean by that is that there was a certain dynamics that happened when kids conversed with one another face-to-face wherever they did that before they had to worry about being six feet apart or uh, whether they are in a group or not in a group. Things happened. They debated. They discussed. They worked together. They did projects together and built, built things together. And And when they're out at recess, they learned how to talk to different groups, how to converse, how to make friends. So many of these things have shifted. Many times it's moved to the online space, which means that they're learning a different way of making friends that actually doesn't work face-to-face, but it works well on a video game. People can say things more bluntly or only say a few words instead of complete sentences. You don't have to actually look at people in the eye, anything like that. So when we talk about fine-tuning our conversation skills, this is something I want you to know that your child needs you to be on point with this. You need to be on point with this because it's what has happened in the change in our world in the last year is the reason why we need to bulk up our skills of communication. And today I'm going to talk to you about one particular part of my course. I talk about validating. Validation is the second of five steps that I give in my course to having conversations that empower. And it's a really important one and one that many people slip right by. It's really easy to tell people what they're doing wrong, but sometimes we forget to couple that with what they're doing right. But saying what somebody is doing that's right is exactly the thing that their mind craves and that they want to hear. Some people more than others. For me, I definitely get motivated through positive reinforcement. I realize that very strongly in my life. 
there's a time and place for the negativity because sometimes we need to be real with ourselves and things aren't looking good and we need to look in the mirror and say, hey, straighten up. But there's sometimes when we just need to be told, you can do this. You got it. Don't you think our kids are the same way? They really, really are. And I know many of you that have grade school kids, we get caught up letting letting them do their own thing with school, and then we catch up with them to get a little rundown on how school is, and we then correct them and tell them what they're doing wrong. And we forget the very important step of looking for what they're doing right. Let's capitalize on what they're doing right. Validation is the step that we can point out to them the things that we see that they're doing right. It's not giving empty flattery and just saying, oh, you're doing this well and that well and giving them all kinds of flowery compliments. No, as a matter of fact, there's a formula to it that works great. And it's all wrapped around noticing, noticing those things that change, noticing those things that they do well and highlighting it in their life and then seeing what a difference it makes. There's always a time in our life when we do something new. For me, this year, I've started skiing again, snow skiing. And this is something that I did before I had kids. So this is a long time ago. I did a little bit of skiing. But even when I did skiing before, I would call myself an amateur for sure. So We decided to do uh, what a lot of people are doing and find outdoor activities that we can spend time doing. And so we decided to try out skiing. I went snowboarding first and it was absolutely terrifying for me personally. I just could not seem to get it. And I said, all right, going back to skiing. And the next time I went on the slopes, I skied. And yes, that's my mind was saying, yes, this is what you got to do. Skiing works for you. Moving forward with two skis works better than snowboarding. All right, we can have that debate. Some of you might say, no, you got to do snowboarding. For me, skiing works better. But the thing is, is that it is still really hard for me. I'm a beginner and that means every single move I need to do, I need to think through. My internal dialogue is all about hyping myself up and saying, you got this and the skis are made to turn. You can handle this. And... And it's tough. Well, this last weekend for, uh, for a celebration during Valentine's Day, myself and some other family members got an Airbnb in Mammoth and decided to go skiing there. Oh my goodness, it was so beautiful. I posted a couple of pictures on my Instagram, share.thefocusedmindset. And for someone who doesn't live in the snow, uh, when you're in the snow, it just seems magical. And there was fresh powder, just perfect conditions. So my husband and I go to go on the slopes and somehow he got a little separated from me and we got on the, sh- the lift and he says, hey, we're going to go up to the small slopes. It's going to be great. And I was all right, I'm going on the easy slopes. Well, he got off and he went ahead of me. And I got off and started going and it seemed so steep. I was just like, oh my goodness, if this is easy, I don't know how I'm going to make it throughout the day. And I just bared down and tried every bit of my energy to work down this mountain. Now, little did I know that my husband had accidentally put us on the wrong lift and I was on an intermediate to high 
instead of the easy slope. I was unaware of this. I didn't even know what the different colors meant. All I knew was that here I was at the top of the hill as a beginner with very little knowledge of how to complete this task and I needed to get to the bottom of the mountain. So I slowly started working my way down all the way to one side, turn my skis all the way to the other side, crash, help myself up and do it all again. And my entire body just was exhausted and I just was so worn down and so discouraged at one point. And then all of a sudden, this skier came by me. Some guy who knows who he was and he said, you're doing a great job. You got this. I could not believe how just those few words while he was skiing by completely filled me up with a new amount of energy that I didn't think I had. It filled my cup. And I thought, isn't that just the way it works? He just chose to open his mouth and say, you got this. And I did yell back, thanks. I needed to hear that. And he said, just keep going. You're doing great. And then he just skied off. Just a few words that he was bold enough to speak. I don't know if he had gone up and down that hill probably while I was going so slow and seen me struggling. I don't know what got into him that he felt like giving me that encouraging word. But wow, was I ever thankful. It really got me to the end of the mountain. I was able to say, you know what? I got this. I got this. And I repeated those words and I started getting better and better to where near the end, uh, it was a little easier near the end, but I was feeling confident standing up tall and falling very little. (laughs) And I couldn't stop pondering that need in our life to hear the positive. And out of all the negative that was happening, all the clear falling that I was happening, that was happening, the people that may have accidentally almost hit me and made noises. And I felt like, oh, this is crazy. It took that little compliment to get me down that crazy hill that ended up being much, much harder than I ever imagined. We can use that same correlation in our life right now. This entire situation of online school for many kids, the ones that are still stuck in it, has been like a huge ski mountain of snow, a huge ski mountain that they thought might be easy, but it's actually intermediate to hard. And everything that they try takes work and effort and extra thought. And even the things that are easy, their mind is saying, oh, you don't want to do this. Oh, you don't want to be on this online stuff. And they're fighting it. And that's what I saw in my daughter just a couple of minutes ago when she's laying on the bed. She's been fighting it. And we need to be compassionate to that and validating where they're at, what they're doing, And the things you see within them that they can do well is such a wonderful thing for you to give to your child. It's like you're giving them a gift. It's not only to your child. Your spouse needs that. Your significant other, your sisters, your brothers, your mother. They need to hear those encouraging words. Now in these times, more than ever, I honestly believe that type of communication has been uh, is it just doesn't happen very often, I find. When I talk to parents 
uh, they're struggling. And so they've sometimes given up on their positivity. (laughs) And I want to say, let's not let that happen. Let's stand in the gap and be the type of people that validate and help each other out. How do I teach to validate in my course conversations that empower? I teach that we should say a simple phrase. I notice and then say what we notice. And that shows that you and then say what it shows you. So let's say you notice that uh, they are staying in their class all day long without complaining. I notice that you're staying in your class all day long without complaining. And that shows that you really are giving an effort, even though this is hard. I notice that you argued way less with your brother today. There was hardly any arguments at all. That shows me that you're really focusing on the words that you're saying and the things that you want and peace. I appreciate that. I notice it. So when you say what you notice and then you follow it up with what it shows you, those two simple, uh, I guess, formula, that's a formula for validating that helps them really see a skill that they're good at, see their, uh, their natural talents, just notice the good in them. Or maybe It's just that you notice that they're keeping on going and that they're trying something very simple. I mean, picture their online schooling, even if they're just in their room or their schooling that's different now because they need to be separated as a huge mountain that's way harder than they need to tackle. So what kind of encouraging can you give them? I know that I am going to be reframing that. It's something we need to keep doing. It's, it's easy for us to slack in this manner. So I'm in it with you. We need to always regroup and hold ourselves accountable to being our best self. And with my daughter, um, junior high is a really <laughs> strange year to be in a circumstance such as this. Do I believe she can do it? Absolutely. Of course. But she needs to hear about that now and then. She needs to hear that I know that she can do it. And what does your child need to hear from you? I want you to take a minute to really consider that. You guys may remember that last week I laid out what we're going to be doing. And my plan was to have two podcasts done this week. And this week looks like it's going to be a one podcast week instead of two. And that is unfortunate because I was definitely planning on getting out all of this content to you guys. See, my plan yesterday was to drop my daughter off at her two-hour volleyball practice and to come on home and do the podcast that you're hearing now. And that was my plan. Well, guess what? My daughter said, can you please stay with me and watch me do volleyball? And I gave a little pushback. I was like, well, you know, I really wanted to get back and I have a couple things I need to do. And she said, mom, please, it means so much to me if you'd watch me. And right then and there, I realized that that is a form of validating as well. And that's what she needed. She needed me just to be sitting there and watching her. Because a lot of times we're not even allowed to watch our kids because of the restraints of, uh, not that many people can be in the building and all that kind of stuff. Now that we can watch her, it meant something to her. And right in that moment, I felt like there was nothing that would tear me away from that loud 
echoey gym full of people that were doing sports. I just wanted to sit there and watch her play volleyball. And she would peek back with her little eyes and make sure I was watching her. And at one point I walked away to get my water and she noticed and she's like, looked, where are you going? And I'm like, hey, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go get some water. What did this show? It showed that even at her age and she's a little older, she wanted me to notice her. And the way that she wanted me to notice her is just to be there and watch her. Not watch my phone, not be worried about a podcast. It will all take care of itself. Just give my energy to her. That is a form of validating. Spending time with the people you care about, being there for them. If you can't see them in person, don't let a a relationship die just simply because you don't communicate with them. Send the text, send a message, send them a song that you like, whatever it might be. Keep your relationship strong because communication uh, is, is, it can suffer. It's up to us to cultivate and strengthen the relationships that we have. We don't need to shrink back and just say, oh, well, we have our few little people and, and that's it. And in the same manner, We need to cultivate the relationships that are closest to us as well. We need to be more aware of the things that will validate our kids and help them want to keep going. So I sat there yesterday for the entire two hours and I enjoyed every moment. Now, even if I didn't enjoy every moment, it was the right place to be. I felt great about it. And And I don't know if I would have been uh, distracted, if I would have felt as though, no, I said I was going to get that podcast out and I'm going home to do it. I could justify that. It could have been the quote unquote right thing to do, but it really wasn't. So I guess what I'm trying to say with this podcast is slow down, notice your children, be willing to validate those around you for the good. It will make a difference. Validate them with words, with actions, with your time. When you do that, the payoff is huge because then you guys have relationship. You have real relationship that matters. Let's hang on to all of these skills that we've learned since we're a child. You know, conversation skills are something that's learned. It's not something we're born with. But let's not let go of the things we know that are important. And conversation skills are important. I want you to jump over and take advantage of this course that I created. I created it to be something that you can have in your toolbox, keep with you at all times, always have a refresher. It's about an hour's worth of training through audio and video that I give you as well as a bunch of learning pages and then a journal to go with it. You guys, when you take the time to expand your mind in this area, it will remind you at all the things that you may be just kind of uh, letting go that you can tighten up on and then your relationships will be so much richer with the people you really do love and you want those relationships to be strong. So jump over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com. And go to my products page and you can get it for a discounted rate right now. But you know what? Because you're a podcast listener, I'm going to leave a special link in the show notes. 
and it's thefocusedmindset.com slash empowered. That's empowered with an ED at the end. Thefocusedmindset.com slash empowered. When you go there, I'm going to include some free downloads for you. I'm going to include some special things because I want you guys to get all of the information that I put out here and that I create. Um, So you're going to get the discount to Conversations That Empower, but you'll also get my downloads of the Good Vibes Checklist and the the self-evaluation tool to help you always check your vibes to be your best self. And you are going to get access to my future discounts in the future. You will always be able to get first access to the products and my discount codes when I have them. When you decide that you're going to do something for yourself, it's quite empowering. When you decide that you're going to learn something new, that you're going to put something in practice that you may not have done before, it's so empowering. I mean, to think that a year ago today, I didn't know the first thing about recording a podcast, but here I am. We can always learn new things. So don't let yourself get in a rut. Now is the time to continue to learn new things and and be compassionate with your children as they're trying to learn in the environments that they're in and be understanding. We're all going to get down the mountain together. And we can do it miserable and unhappy and complaining and ignoring other people and putting our head down and doing our work. Or we can be the encouraging person. When we got something and we're doing well, we're reaching out to another and saying, you got this. You can do it. We're going to notice that someone's struggling and be there for them. Man, that's real community, isn't it? Whether we're mostly in our homes and wearing masks and trying to just see each other's face a lot of times, or whether we're in a space where we're back to a little bit more normal, whatever that is, we can be the best person we can be. We can control that. So that's what I want to encourage you guys to do. I just want you to notice the good things with the people around you, and then use the formula that I said for our solution-focused practice this week. Tell somebody, I noticed that you, and then fill in the blank. And this shows that you, and then insert how that makes them a wonderful individual. What, it, what stands out to you about them? See what a difference it makes. See what a surprise some people will have when that pops out of your mouth, when they might have expected something negative. But no, that's not going to be you. Not this week. You're going to notice the good and you're going to tell them when you notice. And tell them what that means, that that shows that they're growing and changing and molding into the person that they're meant to be. And it's exciting. And as we move forward, I want you to share with me. If you have some successes or failures, hey, share them with me, especially if you are working through learning these conversation skills and you have a story to share, get it out to me and you might be surprised when I bring it up on the podcast. You go to my website to the connect page and right there you can leave me a voice message or you can type in a text and we can start communicating. When you're a part of the Focused Mindset community, it's an avenue for you to be with like-minded parents that are working through challenges with the very best attitude possible and being real when things don't turn out right, but that's okay. We're plugging forward. 
So head over there and take advantage of the resources. I hope that you're able to get a copy of Conversations That Empower this week. But more than that, I hope that you do feel empowered every single moment as you walk forward practicing the skills of communication and conversation. So have a wonderful week. And until next week, keep in touch and take care.